Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Time for attitude. Well, let me try that. Attitude of gratitude. <laughs> there it is. You're going to say the short form. I know it. Yeah, out of We grat- got you. <laughs> what are you grateful for? Big or little? Curious to know. one 1075 I'll start because I looked at it as I was heading out the door, and mine is pizza. And why, yes. why are you grateful for pizza, Jeff Kelly? Well, why not? my kiddo has a first part-time job. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's bringing home pizza because she gets a little bit of a staff discount on that, and it's pretty darn delicious. Yeah, it is. So she brought home. She's like, Dad, we're uh, we're trying out this new um, mushroom pizza. Oh, Oh, buddy. You have no idea. And then I was like... Is that a double cheese in there? Yeah, Dad, we're trying new cheese out. Okay. Hello. Okay. Nice. So I have lunch for the next couple of days. You get to be the guinea pig, too. Well, and they do their own homemade garlic dipping sauce. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Yeah. So I'm, yep. I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm grateful for all of those. It, yeah. She is now, it's crazy. When you go work for someone else, you have to listen to instructions and details and follow them. You have to, yeah. So she's <laughs> she's kind of been on point with the, like, actual, not just 88% of the dishes when she's tidying up. She did all 100%. Wow. So, yeah, this part-time job's really, uh, it, it's really uh, making a difference at home. So we're super pumped for all those things. And, the, and those secondary perks are pretty beautiful. Amazing. And delicious. Yeah. Laura Gaddis, what are you grateful for? I am grateful for the beginning of Sweater Weather. I have brought out my first Steve Jobs outfit of the year, which is baggy pants and a turtleneck. Not black this time. However, uh, I'm ready for it. I I normally am very team no pants. However, I've been waiting to wear these like flare leg jeans that I got. If it's too hot outside, I won't. Will not wear pants. I just, again, I think this is just the first year where I've I've ever been like, okay, Summer, you were great. High five. Very nice. But you got to go. You got to go. I got to ask, when you guys get dressed for the day, do you get dressed just for the morning or for the whole day? I get dressed for... it's going to be 26 for... later today. Like, yeah. That's not sweater weather. Yeah, but I, I never wear the same clothes that I wear to work for the rest of the day. Really? Oh, man. Yeah, I no. normally look you like I got my clothes from a dumpster after that. I just um, changed it, like, whatever. Oh. I dress for whatever looks cute on Instagram, and then I change when I get home. That's how, oh, what I dress wow. for. Yeah, post now. Instagram forecast. I'll reassess what needs to be worn for the afternoon really? slash early uh-huh. evening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes there's three wardrobe changes. Yeah. Three you wardrobe have a full, changes. Boy. You have a full work day. You just wear the same stuff over. Oh. Yeah. You grimy, Benny. Grimy. We sit in an that, air-conditioned studio. We're not at a factory. Yeah, it's not air-conditioned, That's not actually. air-conditioned. It's warm. But. Yeah, exactly. All your blood, sweat, and tears from today's show. Hmm. Less nose, please, Benny. (laughs) Um, Backstage, Ben, what are you grateful for? I am grateful for brief family visits. It was (laughs) glorious. Uh, Backstage, Sarah's brother from San Francisco actually came. They had their their double vax. They had their their home tests. They had their home tests. They had to do it every two hours, basically, (laughs) coming into Canada. But they stopped over. They had a one-night stay. And then they left in the middle of the afternoon yesterday, so I still had all my football time. Oh, man. It was glorious. It was the best of every world. <laughs> should nice be a little rule. catch up. Yeah, yeah that should be a Good rule. To see you. See you later. <laughs> Here's your hat. What's your hurry? <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Laura noticed a trend in a recent shopping trip, and this music is oh so fitting. Move. Get out the way. <laughs> I don't know what is happening with people. I understand that the last like year and a bit has been <laughs> weird for everybody, but I think this has been bubbling since pre-pandemic. What has happened to the term 
excuse me. It could even be, excuse me. Either or, I'll take the sassy or non sassy version. Excuse if, me. Well, excuse me, sir. <laughs> any, any kind of form. I was out shopping and I was running errands. I stopped at multiple stores. Like that store where everything is around a dollar. Yep. <laughs> store where you get groceries. All those stores. I made like three different stops in the same span of a couple hours and multiple times. I had somebody almost run into me, either with their own body, their shopping cart, or whatever, because I was looking at something on the shelf, and instead of saying, excuse me, they decided to just slowly tiptoe their way over to me and almost hit me. And I would turn around, and instead of then saying, excuse me, they would go, <laughs> they just do this <laughs> stupid little laugh. And I was like, use your words. Use your words. Just say, excuse me. I'm, I would be happy to trot out of the way. I'm a gangly girl. I got a big win- wingspan. You have to say, excuse me. Otherwise, I pretty much will take up the whole aisle. Yeah. I, about a year ago, do you recall when going to the grocery store, it was basically like two people per aisle at best. You'd oh, round yes. the corner and someone was going against the sticker on the ground, the arrow. Mm-hmm. And then it was a duel at either ends. <laughs> it would be you and the other person 50 yards away. And who was going to commit to going down that aisle? Excuse me was not even on the table. Mm-hmm. But I think that just continued to feed this whole... Yeah, people... I had a gentleman stand behind me and out of... Well, just spider. I just stood there. I knew he was behind me until I got an acknowledgement of I need to go around you. You wouldn't just sit there with your car and not use the blinker, would you? Come on, I need to go. Oh, you're texting, you would. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, and so this happened to me with a couple people who were just by themselves. But this also happened to be with a parent and their kids. They basically ran right into me. Or, you know, when you just try to squeak. Oh, just squeaking by. No, say excuse me. Then you don't have to squeak. Mm -hmm. There's no squeaking needed. I'm happy to just take one step to the left. (laughs) Now, is Ope Sorry acceptable? Or are you looking for an excuse? Why the apology? That's another we're no, way to too be Canadian. In your way. If you're looking but, at something and I'm and I walk in front of you because people like you say they they stand back to look at everything. Yeah. If I'm going through there, I'll apologize for blocking their way. Oh no, no. I just pardon me and I just skirt skirt right on by. So, let me tell you this though. Once lack of excuse me people started bumping into me, that was my <laughs> reaction. Was I turned around and I went, "Oop, sorry." Oh, I know. Why I wouldn't am I apologizing? Say sorry. Yeah. I know. I was so mad. At, I'm still mad at myself, clearly. I think it's a default mechanism. <laughs> a salty this morning. I know. We're just built with it. <laughs> yeah. You grow it's up in here. Our Canadian blood. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But then it's just like, oh, I feel like I'm disrespecting myself by even saying sorry. And they could just say, excuse me. What's the solution in this regard? Oh, we've got a, the decks, the texts are flying. I don't know if it's a societal thing or a mood thing, but I think yeah, it's just Yeah, let's not a, throw out the whole earth, but let's just... No, no. Maybe we can just do, you know, just the right amount of shaming to make it acceptable again to say, excuse me. Is this part of just relearning how to act in public since yeah. we've all been stuck away from people for yeah, so long? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, watching people eat while you go out for dinner now, it's like, oh, sitting beside a few cavemen, are we? <laughs> just pulling that meat apart. Do you know that, that little knife has serrated teeth on it to help cut through? There are a few things on this. Yeah. Yeah. I I think this is a nice, gentle public service announcement that excuse me is a nice acknowledgement of I just need to get past or I didn't intend to block you, but I do need to go that away. We're on it. Well, until they put blinkers on shopping carts, this is the next thing. Yeah. That's all we've got. <laughs> what about horns? Yeah, that's right. Oh, that <laughs> would be even better. 
mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's the Help Desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Got to turn my mic on. Today's Help Desk is from Overworked. If you want to send us a Help Desk, you can do that by going to our website, virtueradio.ca, and clicking on the picture of our faces, and then you've got a little form there. Or you can also go on our Facebook page, our Instagram page, slide into our DMs there. However, I think the website is the most fun way to submit one. So, Overworked saying... The background. I got a job a little over five months ago as a medical office admin assistant. During the interview, I asked for $17 an hour and I got it. When I got the position, the person in the position that oversees mine, who was supposed to train me, yeah, they quit on my fourth day. So I've had to take most of the work of that position too. I've improved the company's patient booking system, making it way more efficient. And for lack of a better term, I've also improved customer service for the office. When is an acceptable time? Time to ask for a raise and how much. Plus, I'm still doing two people's jobs. Overworked. There's that. We've seen a few different industries. Um, all of them? Well, you know. The answer is all of them. I, I don't know say. a single business that is not short-staffed and hasn't relied on their current staff to fill in those gaps. And, I think every industry is hurting in, like that right now. Well, and or they've just decided that they can cut some people and be real lean and still operate with the same outcome, which is a great stress and challenge to your current employees. So here we are. For those that have that skill and ability to go haggle or negotiate, how, how do we help this this help desker? What's the path of least resistance? You Because here's the thing. It, it's interesting. Sometimes you'll have a boss that talks about business, business, business. And then when you go to do something business related, like asking for more money, they get personal. Like, I thought we had a thing. You know, we've had this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. sure someone in uh, listening has run into that scenario because I certainly have many, many moons oh, yeah. ago. Yep. Same. I think something you have to keep in mind is that negotiating of any kind is a learned skill. Mm -hmm. There may be some people that are naturally really good at it, but you have to keep, you have to start from somewhere. So maybe you're going to be garbage at it the first time you're around, but you have to go back in another six months and be like, hey, here I am. But you you have to start. Yeah. And I think, too, you can't have this... uh this this facade of of what you think you are and the reality of if are you a good employee that really does make change and you are an asset to your company then I think you have a reasonable case and you yep. can go state that and have yep. confidence and put your points together push those forward if you fluff around and you're upset because you've heard through the grapevine someone in a similar job makes what you make. Well, okay, but may, maybe they've earned it. Maybe they've had the conversations. There's a lot you don't know because you're not the HR director and, and aren't in their file. So how do we do this? What's the first step? One one zero five three ninety seven five ninety seven five. How did you go out, ask for a raise, get a nice little bump of cash that's required? And, and when you are doing a whole second person's job, wouldn't that be nice? Mm-hmm. All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's the Help Desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's Help Desk is from Overworked. If you want to send us a Help Desk, you can do that too by going to our website, virginradio.ca, clicking on the picture of our face, and uh, you know what to do from there. 
Overworked, saying, the background. I got a job a little over five months ago as a medical office admin assistant. During the interview, I was uh, I asked for $17 an hour and I got it. When I got the position, the person in the position that oversees mine and who was supposed to train me, yeah, they quit on my fourth day. So I had to take on most of the work of that position too. I've improved the company's patient booking system, making it way more efficient. And for lack of a better term, I've increased customer service for the office. When's an acceptable time to ask for a raise and how much? Plus, I'm still doing two people's jobs. Overworked. I'm just, I'm curious in how you, like, when you're going, if you're at 17, do you go for, for 20 bucks? Do you go 22? Do you just, if you leave it open-ended, I would imagine they're going to give you the smallest raise possible, which is not a guarantee. Some people will pay you fair market value and go, nope, that job pays 25 an hour, and there you go, bingo, bango. It could be an eight-second conversation, or this could be the creation of what is going to be a little bit of drama, depending on who's in charge and making those money decisions, right? Yeah, I mean, we got we have some really interesting texts. One says that um, as a hiring manager and someone who deals with giving employee raises, the biggest mistake people can make is walking into their boss's office and sounding ungrateful. Come in with true facts and reasons why you should have a raise and have a specific number in mind. Give your boss the benefit of the doubt and be in the right mindset before you go in and stay away from, you know, ultimatums. Like, oh, well, I am doing two people's jobs. Maybe if you're not going to pay me as much, then I'm just going to go back to doing one but I do think it's so important you have to have a dollar amount in mind and you need to have a reason for that and I always say go higher than what you want because you're going to get talked down (laughs) so you know go a little bit above what you want and hopefully the number you settle for is the one that you secretly wanted the whole time Uh, another text said well I think it's a little early for that raise maybe wait to the one year mark which would really give them a good scope of your abilities and what you could do but I mean if you're four five six months in isn't that a pretty good sample size for them to see what you've been able to demonstrate in regards of your skill and ability and efficiency especially if you've overhauled something and now what worked in the past now works better I think that's there's money there so go in be prepared hit them with what you got what's the worst they're gonna say get out we're not doing this well, that's the thing, too. You need to understand that part of it, your life in any aspect will be 10 times better once you get comfortable with being rejected. Start now. <laughs> Start today. I'm telling you. Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. It's the Help Desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's Help Desk is from Overworked. If you want to send us a Help Desk like they did, well, go to our website, virginradio.ca, and uh, click on the Jeff and Laura Backstage Ben page, and that's it. Boom. There's a form right there. Overworked saying, here's the background. I got a job a little over five months ago as a medical office admin assistant. During the interview, I asked for 17 an hour, and I got it. When I got the position, the person in the position that oversees mine and who was supposed to train me quit on my fourth day. So I had to take on most of the work of that position too. I've improved the company's patient booking system, making it way more efficient, and for lack of a better term, customer service for the office. When is an acceptable time to ask for a raise and how much? Plus, I'm still doing two people's jobs. Overworked. Here's one that went... 
very similar in a lot of ways, saying, help desk, I was in a similar position. Five months in, overworked, and not recognized. I actually asked for a review, a performance review after three months. Didn't get one. It wasn't until a customer recognized my work and actually offered me a better job. <gasps> wow. wow. So you, know, you never know. Maybe someone coming through that, that medical facility, that, that uh, the doctor's office, maybe they've got a, a company or a job that is similar and, hey, I, I need some admin help and I pay some fat stacks for people that are really good at their job like you are. Wouldn't yeah. That be a gift? I mean, that would be amazing. However, I hope you don't just leave your situation up to hope at this I know. point. <laughs> hope, is, hope has never been the best plan ever in anything. Uh, another angle says, do you research online uh, about the current market value of your job that you're doing? Go in with data, facts, and confidence. Know your worth, sister. There it is. Uh, it's interesting. So we have a lot of people on our Facebook page saying that the best time for you have to, like, you should have asked for a raise at your three-month review, actually, if you're still doing the work of this other person. Um, so time-wise, on Facebook anyway, a lot of people are saying it's not too soon. It's funny because via our text line, there are some people saying, ah, it's still a little bit too soon. Maybe you should wait a little bit longer. I don't... I think it's pretty flexible and it should be at least in that degree because what was unplanned for that someone quit four days into you accepting that new role yeah. then fine maybe you'd stick to some traditional timelines for certain pathways in regards to recognition and, and the financial side but this is this is a whole new world I think that can be a quick hey can we talk about it and then go back and prepare your case so to speak to have a real detailed conversation that's really going to support your claims yeah, I mean, it sounds like a great idea. And again, you can't be afraid of them saying no. Do not fear the rejection. You just go on back and you ask again in six months. And another thing to also, depending, I know, hourly versus a salaried position, if it's not necessarily just cash, other perks that may come with a job. Could you get a, a laptop? Is there a phone? Is there some other tech that the company will supply to some employees? Could they pay for your parking? Maybe you have to pay one of those medical centers and you don't want to get free parking necessarily. Or time off. Yeah, I was going to say vacation time seems to be the go-to trade-off mm-hmm. nowadays. However, I will say vacation time. Don't pay the bills. But <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. The Emmy Awards were this weekend. They were last night. Were you paying attention to them? Did you Did you watch? Uh, no, no. Yeah, that good. Okay, to be honest with you, me neither. I did all the catching up this morning because I woke up and I was like, hot damn, the Emmys were last night? They did not really pre-promo that very good. I'm just going to say that. I mean, okay. Either way, Ted Lasso and The Crown were the big winners last night, taking home seven and 11 awards, uh, awards respectively. The moment that made people really, you know, people are like, I'm not crying, you're crying. I didn't. I didn't know people were crying over this. However, Elizabeth Olsen's dress, designed by Mary-Kate and Ashley. Love it. She did look pretty good. When yeah. Benny first told me this uh, little nugget off the air, thank you for being today's unpaid member of the Get Us Gossip newsroom. <laughs> I instantly was like, oh, <laughs> what's it look like then? Because, you know, um, Mary Kate and Ashley have a very specific style. I still think they're very much in that boho stage of life. I don't yeah. know if they'll they'll ever exit that. And for me, that doesn't really scream red carpet of any kind. 
However, they decided to, you know, not make their sister wear their own style. So that was really great. Um, yeah, Ted Lasso won big time last night. Otherwise, I would say not too much tea to tell you about from the Emmys. However, the iHeartRadio Music Festival, oh, there's some tea there. So Olivia Rodrigo does her very first festival performance. She's never played on a festival stage before. She's having the time of her life. Like, she's singing her heart out. I just can't imagine how you could be so okay. Imagine singing this along with your best friends. She's doing her thing. Almost there. And then pow, 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 there's a huge <laughs> brawl that breaks out in the crowd because that's exactly what happened. Who would have thought that there would be a crowd fight at an Olivia Rodrigo concert of any kind? I don't care if it's a high heart radio music festival and that there's a bunch of other people there. You know, you could have been there for one person, stayed for Olivia Rodrigo. However, it was just so weird to see people fighting. And Olivia, during one point of her show, she was like, oh, I got to thank this amazing crowd today. Woo, you've been so great. You know, she doesn't have... I think that's something that comes over time. You get that that eye for when people are misbehaving. So you can have really, you know, those also equally cool moments where you stop the show and you're like, hey, you go on, get. That is a cool moment. And I think it does take a certain level of uh, being able to probably improvise on stage. Like that could very well have been scripted that she's like, okay, here's where I say the crowd's doing great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. They could have given her some pointers. And to be honest with you, I would, if I was in her position, I would think of a couple things like, you know, you got to pre-plan what you're going to say to an extent, and then you just follow your heart with what phrases you go with. Mm -hmm. This is interesting. There is a man claiming to have another videotape of Kim Kardashian and Ray J. He was doing an interview on a podcast and claimed that he had this video and he wanted to give it to Kanye West so Kanye West could turn it into something like an NFT. My question, and yeah, this is a real thing, but my question is, isn't this illegal? Yeah. Isn't, aren't there whole laws against how you cannot have videos of people of that nature and then just shop it around like that? Like, I don't know how this guy hasn't been arrested on the spot. Yeah, that's very illegal. There are rules just yeah, to identify him exactly, but you're right. There, it's there are privacy laws, and noticeably, uh, then when you kind of cross the line to people being naked, there's then uh, the, the sex laws that attach to that, too. Yeah, so it's actually Ray J's ex-manager that is making these claims. I honestly, I hope he gets arrested. However, the people on the Kardashian side of things are already saying, nah, this doesn't, like, they're not batting an eye at it because they're like, this doesn't exist. Somebody's just booked and bored. Not sure, but I hope he gets booked and arrested. And he gets real booked. Go to jail. (laughs) Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. (laughs) Four options, same place for those that enjoy nightmares and being scared. If you're if you're all Halloween and the things that surround it, this is perfect for you. It's it's not a far drive. Depending on your location, Waterloo Region, you're maybe 20, 25 minutes southwest-ish. And it's a beautiful drive. Uh-huh. In London, Woodstock, you're about 30 to 40 minutes in there, too. Fear Farm is back, friends, and it opens on Friday night and runs all the way through the month of October to the 31st. Oh, I didn't know it was open already. Uh, yeah. Well, f- five days, yeah, but uh, four. Fear. So four haunt sites is what they've prepped for you this year. So Haunted Hay Ride, it's so fun. It it smacks, it murders. Hey, Creepy house where you'll need to escape the doctor, the evil Dr. Hiller. 
or two pitch black corn mazes infested with monstrous creatures. Yes. Monstrous. Monstrous. Whatever the that's hell. That's kind of like a portmanteau of <laughs> yeah, true. mysterious and monstrous. full of monstera plants. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> pa- plant picking. And Lorgetis, you actually have a little personal tie to this that we just oh. had come to discover. Oh, I am a huge Fear Farm fan. It has been like a yearly tradition for me to go there since my very first time going there. And I'm telling you, it is different every single year. I pee my pants a little bit every single year. Like I'm telling you, bring something you were planning to Mm -hmm. throw out. Maybe try to fit into those COVID pants again because you're going to throw them out anyway. It's so scary, so fun. Uh, I was a scarer once one year just for a one-time thing for uh, a work thing. That was so much fun. But on top of that, yes, you do have the beer gardens. But let me recommend to you that you go and get yourself some of that delicious pumpkin spice whoopie pie. The bakery there is one of the best bakeries I've been to. So good. So good. I would go and be scared just knowing there's a pumpkin pie in the end. You would go through. This has been, Laura, you might not know this. It has been a five-year struggle for me to get Jeff near anything remotely scary. What? I actually asked you. I asked you in studio like three weeks ago. I'm like, would you go to a haunted house? You're like, yeah, sure. I'm all for it. You're all talk. Nope, you won't go. Okay, then we're going. We're going. We had a, a station event at the It movie, and Jeff did not stay and watch the movie. He handed out popcorn and then dipped out the back. I had no desire to see it. None. Well, then, it's decided. We're going. And it's like in the middle for all of us. Mm-hmm. You're it's absolutely so right. It's so fun. Yep. It's so gorgeous. And if you want, as a warm-up, Jeff, I don't know if they shut things down in between hand, but like Fear Farm is Fear Farm at night. But during the daytime, it's just Snyder's Farm. You can just go hang out, take some apples, get some pictures on some hay bales. So maybe we warm you up with the... The pure yep. things. And then just keep them there the whole day. And then we spook you. Yeah. No, no. Let's just cannonball. Let's go there. We'll arrive after dark. I want to. Have, I don't want to see what it looks like when it's not scary. We're doing this. Oh. You know me. I'm a 12 out of 10. I'm a fire hose kind of drink from guy. Let's do that. Okay. So we'll we're decide in. when you want to go. Fear Farm. It goes Friday all the way to the end of October. This is, this. you've got a lot you of options. want to go Friday? Uh, well, I'm kidding. Not this Friday. We've got to talk. See, this is the thing. We have to make Jeff commit. You can't just open end it. You have to get him down to a date or he's going to bail. I know. I just got a uh, text from uh, Jeff's best friend, Adam. He is all talk. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll go. Person that knows you better than any of us. Out of spite. Yeah. Now, I'm just asking backstage. You said it on the radio. Now, you have to do it. Yeah. You cool with a piggyback? Could I have a piggyback? Absolutely. I've done it before. <laughs> it's no problem. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Julia joins us on the line. Now, Laura, I know you're doing other things because you're also, you got your hands on buttons and keyboards and things. I don't mm-hmm. know if you heard off the air just chatting to get to know Julia a little bit. So she's on her way to class, University of Guelph. So Julia's off. She's doing her master's. Uh, tell Laura what you're doing your master's in. Uh, it's called Human Health and Nutritional Science. Love it. Okay. And then I said, well, wh- when you're not at school being super smart, Julia, what's fun for you? And then you followed up subsequently with? I really love going to the gym and being active, getting inside. And going for yeah, hikes. Girl. I'm like, you sound like you could be Laura's best friend. Yep. Aww. Do you like destroying all that efforts on the weekends with whiskey? <laughs> you definitely do. You know? oh, look Titties. at this. It's a match, oh a match made in heaven. Here we go. So welcome, Julia. She is going to be up for uh, Beat Backstage Ben. We're just going to uh, kick him gently. I mean, more of a tap out of the room. Not really. And then when he heads out, yep. We're past nice this here. Nice to be gentle. 
So Benny goes out of the room. Uh, Laura's going to set Julie up with uh, the questions. No theme on uh, on beat backstage. No event theme. Today. And I let's... find the theme with no theme is that when you do no theme, that seems to be what makes backstage Ben lose. So, oh my gosh, uh, did you just move my pile of silverware in, in the studio there? I heard it. There's I heard so, it. So much going okay, on behind full, the scenes. Full disclosure, Julia, I brought silverware for the new studios because we didn't have any. But then there's no drawers in the kitchen. <laughs> I don't that's know where to put that's it. It's a long story. There's a plastic bag full of silver. Anyway, okay. Julia, are you ready to beat Backstage Ben? Ah, uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> okay, here we go. First question. This legendary tech company hires a team of goats to cut their lawns at their Mountain View headquarters. However, there have been no goats spotted in the southwestern Ontario location. What company is it? Oh my gosh! I have no, I have no idea. <laughs> Any guesses? Think of somebody who's big and techy and may have a Canadian operation. Can you can you repeat the question? I sure can. This legendary tech company hires a team of goats to cut their lawns and technically fertilize them too at their Mountain View headquarters. However, there have been no goats spotted in the southwestern Ontario location. Oh man. Tech company? I don't know. I'll just go with um, Apple. I don't know. Ah, incorrect. I was looking for Google. Oh, no. That's what I thought first. Okay, that's all right. Yep, Google hires goats for their Mountain View headquarters. However, the Google building in downtown Kitchener, I don't, there's not really, at least from what I've seen, a lot of gas, uh, not gas, grass. (laughs) So, I mean, the goats would just have to be out in the parking lot doing their thing, eating garbage, maybe. I don't know. They would, too. Goats eat everything. Okay, second question. What is the birthstone for the month of September? Oh, man. I don't know. Um, Let's go with opal. That is incorrect. I was looking for sapphire. I wouldn't know these questions or these answers either, Julia. Don't worry. Uh, That's why I get to make them. (laughs) So I never have to answer them. Final question. The term sesquicentennial. Wait, I'm going to re-say this. I knew this word would be hard to say. Uh, The term sesquicentennial represents how many years? I think centennial would be a hundred. I don't know. Can I? I'll go with 100. It's not 100. I was looking for 150. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. Since you're one for learning, think of all the things you picked up for free, Julia, right? You've already got tuition and other school costs. This costs you nothing but just a few minutes of your time. So let's see, because there is still the outside chance that Benny goes 0 for 3, and if that's the case, then a tie, and we most definitely celebrate those. Oh, we sure do. (laughs) Julia scored no points today backstage, Ben. No points. Ruh-roh. Ruh-roh. Mm-hmm. That being said, though, you can still trash talk him if you want to. Oh, I'm not very good at that. Just going to no. pass on the trash talk, I think, today. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Benny, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, first question. This legendary tech company hires a team of goats to cut their lawns at their Mountain View headquarters. However, there have been no goats spotted in the southwestern Ontario location. The workplace of my brother-in-law, Google. Oh, 
Man, I'm sorry, Julia. For already. Sorry, your brother-in-law works at the biggest company ever. It's pretty cool. He's got Google socks. He wore them yesterday or two days ago. Oh, okay. Keener. Yeah. <laughs> okay, second question. What is the birthstone for September? The sapphire. Oh, man. <laughs> I was supposed to know this stuff. Uh, tra- I trash totally talked him too guy. much. Yeah, I trash talked him too much before we even started to play. I think that's the issue. I jinxed us. Okay. <laughs> Third and final question. The term sesquicentennial represents how many years? 150. Wow. We just celebrated that like a few years ago. Flip this desk upside down if it wasn't bolted to the ground and cost a lot of money. <laughs> you don't remember? It's vivid in the line uh, in the minds of a lot of people who had to read all the commercials about this. Uh, ses- yeah, exactly. Centennial <laughs> and all the times that we would mispronounce it, Julia, uh-huh. and had to re-record it over and over again. Did you just say that in a commercial name. Oh, oh repeatedly. Ce- yeah, yeah. there were celebrations. Talk about a tune-out word. Uh, I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Happy 150. It just rolls out so much smoother. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Another victory. Backstage Ben now up to 220 wins. Julia. It's a tough one. You know, to me, your brain's really full right now. And and sometimes this random stuff is is beneficial and sometimes uh, not the case. However, you are welcome back at any point to come on and try to redeem yourself and and be backstage. And we would love to have you. Thank you. I would love to come back. Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. Deals, deals, deals. It's normally a Thursday feature at about 9, 10-ish where I run you through the deals, the latest that I've been able to pick through and find and talking to others in my coupon community to save you some money. We talked about at times where we could find you deals surrounding things with home renovations as the prices got really insane. For example, two by fours, an eight foot two by four. Uh, and June 1st was $12.65. I'll use the exact wording of uh, a lumber company in Oshawa and their owner said, well, for the record, retail prices have collapsed. So guess what? Two by fours are down to about $3.90 a board. Oh my gosh. Yay. That's even cheaper than we bought ours for our fence a year ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Supply and uh, demand, kids. Uh, the nice thing, too, so even uh, not just two-by-fours, but things like pressure-treated wood, <clears throat> deck for backstage, Ben. Yes. It's been a two-year affair. You can finally get this sucker done before the summer wraps. The $800 of hardware I have. Yeah, Still. I can finally put it to use. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. But th- this is huge. This is going to. But... How long until those prices stay low? People are going to realize it again. Then they're going to chase it. Then they're going to buy lumber. Then the demand is going to go up. And then so will the price. So the old, if you think you're going to do something this winter, maybe inside the house, probably a good idea now to buy yourself a few extra pieces of wood as prices are at the lowest they've been in about 14 months. Oh, yes. Are you done? You're so pretty fun. done, the little basement renovation, are you not, It'll never be done. Okay. At this point, it'll never be done. <laughs> never, ever. <laughs> well, stock up on wood. Maybe you can uh, do yourself a little DIY project in the back with Make some flower beds. There you go. Yep. All, the, all the plants, right? So there, that's the good news. I, sh- I was a little shocked in seeing it just fall so rapidly, but it was only in a matter of just a couple of weeks that yeah. all happened. So DIYers, uh, there you go. A ton of cash to save for you. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio.